This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 407, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, September the 7th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is our Comic Reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, September the 7th. Uh, we're coming to you much later than usual. It's uh, Thursday, the 15th of September, but let's, let's dial the clock backwards, or turn the clock backwards, I should say. We're not dialing the clock. Uh, and we're going to turn it backwards, and we're going to go back eight days to last week's comic releases. Uh, we got a lot of stuff came out. Um, so these are the books I did not get a chance to read. Aquaman, Batman Beyond, Bloodlines, Flintstones, Green Arrow, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Nightwing. Man, a lot of good stuff. Uh, Supergirl, number one, Invincible Iron Man, uh, Moon Knight, Silk, Squadron Supreme, Star Wars Poe Dameron, and Alters by Paul Jenkins, a recent friend of the show. So what did it get a chance to read? Well, I'm glad you asked. First up, we have the all-new, all-different Avengers, issue number 14. Actually, I like this a fair bit. I, I don't know if I was necessarily surprised, but I like that we're getting a legacy character, and instead of having the two wasps kind of having an issue with each other, uh, instead that there's actually a kind of a nice bond that, you know, Jan's looking out for this new version of the wasp, uh, which I thought was actually really cool, and seeing how Nadia is being written is quite interesting. It's written by Mark Wade and Jeremy Whitley, or actually I don't think I know Jeremy Whitley. Uh, art is by Adam Kubert. Uh, the art is great. Um, the story's engaging. Um, it's kind of, It's very cool to kind of see... Now, there's parts of this don't work, but for the most part, even though we have the Civil War going on, it's all framed in the, basically, of Janet looking after this girl, protecting her, being worried about her well-being, and uh, kind of recognizing what Hank had inside of him, how she views Hank, and trying to help her. Um, it's really fascinating. I like how Nadia is being written. I like that it's not what one might have expected. Uh, I like that the relationship with Wasp um, sorry, with Janet, is actually, you know, coming about quite well. It's being developed into a full-fledged relationship and friendship between these two women. And I thought that was rather unique, um, because how often, how easy would it have been with Mark Wade to just go with uh, there being more of a rift between Nadia and her dad's, um, basically, like, you know, second wife and ex-wife. Uh, instead, it's going in a much more nurturing direction, and I actually think that's more interesting uh, as a reader, because I don't think we usually get stuff that quite goes that way anymore. Um, yeah, so actually, I, I really kind of dug it. Um, I'm going to give All the Little Different Avengers uh, an 8 out of 10. I give that to a lot of things, but I do think it deserves it. Uh, next up is Batman number 6. This is good. Um, it definitely was quieter than the last issues had been. Um, this is uh, Batman number six. It's written by Tom King, artwork by Ivan Reyes, um, or Reese, I think. Uh, I really like his art. It's different than than uh, Finch's, but uh, it still works. Um, a very interesting story of Gotham Girl dealing with the death of her brother. She's still talking to him. She's pushing herself hard. She's you know basically killing herself. Um, she finds out, uh, Bruce ends up telling her who he is and trying to connect with him. Uh, she's dealing with the after effects of what Psycho Power did to her. Um, it looks like everything kind of leads to, uh, Bane, which is going to be interesting as well to see, uh, how Batman and, and Bane are going to interact under Tom King's watchful eye. I really dug it. I'm going to give this issue another eight because I just think it's, it's a very solid book. Um... I'm interested in how they're developing Gotham Girl. Next up is Cyborg Rebirth, number one. This was really good. It was a solid 
issue that really made well good use of um, you know kind of past and present. We get to see these origins behind Victor, uh, not just the actual origin event that we've already seen covered in Justice League, but instead the origin of kind of his family, uh, as well as seeing what he's dealing with right now. I thought it was actually really engaging and interesting, and I'm excited to just kind of see where they go from here. Um, John Samper definitely has a, a, a flair for making this book work and making me care as a character about Victor Stone and what's going to happen to him and his past. And it's all, it's a great origin issue in a lot of ways. Like, obviously, the, the quote unquote origin that we saw in Justice League is glossed over a little because we know it and because it's not hasn't been that long but the actual origins of why this character is the way he is who victor stone really is is really developed as well as who he is right now and they're a nice not even juxtaposition but just kind of um how who he is informs who he is now etc it was really good i'm gonna give it a, a an eight out of ten because i'm predictable as hell uh next up is uh daredevil this is issue number 11 um it's called Dark Art, Part 2, by Charles Sewell and Ron Gurney. This is unsettling. Um, it, it's interesting because like a lot of the issue is... We get to see some good character moments between Foggy and Matt. We get to see a lot of this uh, this art dealer who's profiting off of people, you know, the people who got uh, basically killed um, and created into this giant mural. Um, what that kind of looks like. And I'm, I'm excited to kind of see... There's a lot of different elements to this story. We're having a legal story. We're having a Daredevil story. We're having kind of a metatextual comment on on greed. Um, I dug this. And Ron Garney's art is so good. Like it's he's really doing something interesting. And uh, the colors uh, throughout his run have been fantastic as well because they really uh, change the vibe that you're like what you're seeing in terms of his art is given a new context because of the color art. Uh, an 8 out of 10 all the way, because so far, that's all I'm giving out. And this might actually be an all eight week, who knows. Uh, next up is Doctor Strange, The New Face of Magic by Jason Aaron and Kevin Nolan and Leonardo Romero on art. Um, this was fantastic. Like the, We got some great uh, flashback sequences to when uh, Stephen Strange was still kind of learning how to do magic and learning from... Got Baron Mordo, a creepier version of Baron Mordo than usual. Um, him kind of learning with the, with the Ancient One, um, as well at the same juxtaposed with him dealing with the fact that magic is slowly coming back into the world, but it's so much harder to do things. And um, this was just a really great. It was a quiet issue, but it was a great quiet issue, and it felt really earned. And again, a great kind of flashback to the origins of Doctor Strange in, in the 616, and as well as just the position versus, you know, now that magic is slowly back in the world, but it's, it's changed, it's different. Uh, and what that means for someone like Doctor Strange, who was so used to being able to, you know, take care of relatively mundane things, and now it's much more difficult. Uh, really well done. Uh, next up is Spidey, number 10. Um, this was really really good a great issue it's a uh, Sp spidey and captain america all about basically his bad reputation it's written by robbie thompson our work by nathan stockman um this is just so much fun like this book is it's t it feels kind of timeless like it's just a young version of spider-man teaming up with cap uh continuity doesn't necessarily need to matter in this book it's just about these two characters you know, learning how to trust each other, um, Cap not really sure about, uh, 
about Spidey, but he's going on a, you know, kind of a good word by Iron Man, and um, it's all about the fact that, you know, you have a character who does all these heroic things, but because of the Daily Bugle, it always looks like he's a villain, and how does Captain America kind of go about trying to correct that, and also teaming up with um, Spider-Man himself. This was great. Uh, this actually, I think, will be an 8 out of 8 week where everything will get 8s, because nothing I read was bad. It was all good. Uh, so I'll give that an 8. Next up is Superman, number 6, which ends the current Eradicator storyline. It's by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason. They're the uh, the writers, or story. Uh, Gleason on pencils. Um, really enjoyable. Great action with Superman fighting against the Eradicator. Uh, Crypto is pretty awesome as well. Um... This just feels like Superman. Like it, everything about the way that uh, Tomasi and also Jurgens have been writing Superman, it feels like Superman. He feels like a father. He feels like a lived-in character. He's this guy that we know, and this is the Superman that we haven't been able to get on the DC uh, film universe. This Superman that everyone kind of trusts and believes in, and who's here to help, and um, you know, is just this this warming presence. Like I'm excited to see. Like, I've been recently um, getting caught up on the Supergirl TV series, because I watched the first eight episodes and then kind of forgot about it. I was going to watch it with my wife, and just didn't end up happening. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna get caught up. I'm going to watch this. So I've watched, like, ten episodes in the last week and a bit. And it's really good. And what I like about it the most is that the character's infectious. Like, she's just this lovable personality, and you can kind of feel warmth. And that's what I feel from the Superman here, especially in this issue, that you feel like you could trust this guy. This guy is a trustworthy hero. You just you feel more comfortable, and this what Superman is supposed to be. And I'm actually excited to see what uh, the upcoming depiction of Superman will be like on Supergirl, because I hope they're able to kind of um, sell that that warmth and that genuine you know feeling of character. I'm a little bummed that he doesn't look a little bit older, because I feel like he should be, because when she was like 14 years old, he was already like Superman, and now this is like 10 years later, and I feel like he should look a little older, but... Whatever, as long as he kind of is able to sell the the genuine f- compassion and warmth of Superman as well as the her- heroic nature, that's all I really need. And that's what I got from this book by Tomasi and uh, Gleason. And I love how th- they're developing um, Superman's son and him as Superboy and his cool little costume. And really excited to see where they go from here. Uh, this was a great issue, 8 out of 10. And last but definitely not least is Uncanny X-Men 12. This is a week 8. <laughs> It was okay. I just something about it felt a little bit off. Um, it definitely had a lot of good moments. Uh, I like that there's a lot of kind of subterfuge amongst the X Men and their allies, allied now with the Hellfire Club, um, and the fact that you know M is dealing with kind of being M, uh, affected by M plate now. Uh, seeing how. Um, Oh, who the inner circle of the of the Hellfire Club is now. I like the idea at the end that, you know, um, Magneto basically knows that X-Men die a lot, so maybe they need other people as cannon fodder so that they can die instead. Uh, I'm, I'll give this an 8. I, I wasn't sure at first, but I'm like, you know what, it was, it was still, it was a good read. It was, it was still entertaining. Um, it's by Colin Bunn and Greg Land. So... Let's let's so that's everything that came out this week, or at least that I'm talking about, or last week I should say. When we look forward to September fourth, sorry, fourteenth releases. So episode two hundred nine, which will be coming out in uh, four or five days. Um, some of the highlights that came out yesterday that we'll be talking about in a few days include Action Comics All Star Batman, um, 
Flash, new Superman, Green Lantern, Superwoman number two, uh, featuring artwork by Phil Jimenez, or sorry, Jimenez, who's going to be, uh, he actually just recorded an episode for the show, which I'm really excited for everyone to read, or sorry, listen to, that'll be episode 410 coming out next week, um, that was really entertaining, uh, conversation, so his new issue comes out, uh, as well as new issues of A-Force, all new X-Men, Civil War 2, Gods of War, Civil War 2, Ulysses, Civil War 2, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Gwenpool, Mockingbird, Old Man Logan, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2099, Uncanny Avengers, and Uncanny Inhumans. So that's everything coming out next week. So thank you for listening to this episode. You can uh, reach me at uh, comicshenanigans at uh, gmail.com. You can also like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, in two days, our next episode, episode 408, will be coming out, which is our conversation with Ron Friends. It's actually our second conversation with Ron Friends. It was uh, tremendously entertaining. Uh, every time I have him on, when it, uh, the minute we're done, I'm like, oh my god, there's so much stuff I didn't talk to him about. Um, so I'm sure at some point in the future, maybe in a year, we'll we'll get him back on board. Uh, I like to keep things fresh and try to have new interviews as well, but uh, and, and new subjects, but sometimes it's nice to uh, revisit someone as amazing as Ron Friends. He's a great personality, uh, amazing artist, and he's just such a, a, a great person to talk to, and I, I hope that comes through in the interview. It was such, a, such a, an experience and such a thrill. So thank you for listening to this episode. We'll catch you next time. For Comic Shenanigans, this is Adam Chapman saying bye-bye.